Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Up next, Out Loud with John O'Caldwell, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Demetrius Griffin Jr. was just 15 years old when he was burned alive on the west side of Chicago. Placed in a garbage can and left to die in an alley, the teenager's death was ruled a homicide but remains unsolved. Today, I try to get to the bottom of what happened. This is Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell. Welcome back to Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell. I'm Gianno Caldwell. And on this week's show, I'm talking about violence in Chicago, which continues to devastate the city and so many families. In fact, over the long 4th of July weekend, at least 108 people were shot in Chicago, including two police officers and several children. Two of those children were girls age five and six years old. At least 17 were killed in the shootings and another person was murdered in a stabbing. And just two weeks earlier, over Father's Day weekend last month, 110 people were shot in Chicago. 14 of them, including five children, were killed. That was in less than three days. I want to tackle this tragic situation in Chicago by going back to one especially horrific case. In 2016, 15-year-old Demetrius Griffin Jr. was found dead in a garbage can, burned beyond recognition in an alley on the west side of Chicago. The Cook County Medical Examiner's Office said he was burned alive following an autopsy. Law enforcement ruled Demetrius' death a homicide, but his case remains unsolved. His family is unsatisfied, demanding justice for a boy who was described as gentle, respectful, and someone who loved dogs. They have offered rewards for information on the killer or killers. To learn more, my guest on this week's show is Demetrius' aunt, Rochelle Sykes, who has continued fighting for her nephew and seeking answers. Rochelle is also a woman of faith who works at the New Mount Pilgrim Church in Chicago. With that, I want to welcome Rochelle Sykes to Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Now, you know, 
I've met you before. I actually interviewed you for Fox News Channel. And then uh, I pushed the Laura Ingram show to to do the the town hall on Chicago violence. And you joined, joined us then. And then you joined us for a second um, town hall the following year. So much has happened in the city of Chicago. If you look at the numbers, some have estimated the the 4th of July weekend. There was over 110 people shot. Um, so many fatally, I believe about 18 to 20 fatally, including two police officers. What the heck is going on in Chicago? I have no clue. Um, I see right now, I see if you know that your child or your significant other, your loved one, your your grandchildren, your children are doing things that are not um, of legal standards. We need to come together and turn these people in. We know that um, every child is not perfect. Every child is not perfect. But when you harbor a, um, a person that may have killed or hurt someone or you know that they have uh, thousands and thousands of guns or just a house full of gun and ammunition and hanging with the wrong people. I'd rather you turn that child in than you stand at the grave site and watch him lower down. And I 100% agree with you as someone who's from the city and whose family has also been impacted by the violence in Chicago. I would rather, much rather, even a family member go to jail than to see them out committing more crimes and endangering the lives of others. So I really appreciate you saying that. And I want to I want to get into um, what happened with your, your nephew, such a young, young life, 15 years old when this happened. Can you take us back to that tragic day in 2016? When did you know something was wrong and how did you find out Demetrius was no longer with us? Well, it goes back to that Saturday morning. Um, my mom's birthday was on the 19th. Um, we go back to that Saturday morning. We were picking her up. Uh, me and a couple of other church members were picking her up to take her out for breakfast to celebrate her her um, birthday because the church's pastor's anniversary was that weekend as well. And so when I pulled up, to pick her up, my sister and my niece was coming out, and I'm like, okay, where is she going this early in the morning? Because my sister's not a morning person. She said, well, Demetrius didn't come home last night. And I was like, okay, what do you mean he didn't come home last night? Because that made no sense, because he's never missed the curfew. And um, she said, well, he didn't come home last night. And for some odd reason, right away to my mind came, what I saw on the news is that they found the body a block and a half away in a garbage can burnt beyond recognition. Um, they had said it was a, a small frame um, man. They said it was a man at first. So we went on to breakfast and we ate, we sat and ate and what we was uneasy. Everybody at the table was uneasy. So we came back, we came to the church, we did what we needed to do at the church and praying that by the time we got back to the house, he would have showed up or we would know his whereabouts. And when we came back to the house, she said he, she hasn't seen him. No one has seen him. 
And so um, I said, well, you know, it's time that we contact the police because this is not of his nature. And I did speak to someone at the police station, and they asked me some questions about, you know, how tall was he, how big was he, and and things of that nature. And then um, the person I had spoken with uh, told me, well, I think you would need to get some dental records. Um, Amber Alert did go up. I did um, authorize for them to pick up his dental records. And at that point, it was a waiting game. We waited. Um, that was that was uh, Saturday. We waited Sunday. We attended church. Um, we helped our pastor celebrate um, his anniversary because that's what we would have done naturally. Um, and we just prayed that the outcome wasn't the outcome that we were feeling it was. Um, we did not tell pastor. Um, we did tell one of the associate ministers so that someone at the church would know what was going on because Demetri was also a member of the church. He was baptized and um, Christian at New Mount Pilgrim. So we didn't tell Pastor. Um, Monday came around. I did let him know that Monday. And um, he was a little bit distraught about it. Um, about three-something, um, I got a call. Um, to come, that the police was there, and by the time I got there, they were leaving, and they had identified him um, by his dental records, that that was him. I mean, if the house was full of people, and folks were screaming. When I, when I walked up, folks were screaming. You can just hear people screaming from outside, and to, to say that, when I say that, I, I pulled up in a car, to a house where the door was closed, and I can hear screaming. You mean to tell me no one heard him scream in that alley? He was birthed alive. No one heard him scream in that alley? Are we going about our business so much that we don't recognize when there's something wrong and to report it? Are we that afraid that we cannot report when a crime is going on? When you see something out there, you don't say anything. When you see something wrong, if you saw a, a, a young person walking down the street with a handgun in their hand, you wouldn't call the police. That's the part that's disturbing to me is that we are allowing them to take over. And then they are getting younger and younger people to do these crimes because they're getting a slap on the wrist. At some point, we have to stand up and say enough is enough and it starts in so many you're you're absolutely correct and every time i i hear this story it, it really brings tears to the eyes of so many laura ingram heard the story and she began crying on air um i i, I think that is is just deplorable what has happened to your nephew and what has happened in the city of chicago and it seems to be no answers to what's going on in fact, things have gotten worse, not better. They've gotten worse. And you wonder, and you, you mentioned, you said, you know, they get a slap on a risk. And that goes back to the Cook County Prosecutor's Office, who's allowed over 25,000 people off without charging them. And, and these were felony cases. Some of them include murder. Knowing what happened to your your nephew, 
How does that make you feel? It makes me sick to my stomach because one of those people could have been the person that murdered my nephew. I have no answers. I have no closure. I've had no sleep. I mean, I have nothing, nothing. We had, we went from, we didn't even have um, a, a funeral. There was nothing to say goodbye to. They met us at the, at the funeral, I mean, at the cemetery with the casket. That's how we said goodbye. We had a memorial service and it was over 700 people here, but it's not the same. That's not the same. It's different when there's someone that passes um, elder age and someone that passes that has been sick because then you get to to sit with that person and you get to um, talk with that person and get to, you know, let them know that it's okay. But when someone is snatched from you with no means of an explanation of all, it's a hard thing to deal with. My family is torn apart, and I'm for sure there's other families like mine with no, no resolution, no answer, and wondering why this is continually to happen. And then some people don't say anything or do anything until they hit your front door. You need to start saying something now. You need to start doing something now. Anybody in my family knows that I will turn them in without a doubt. I will have them used up without a doubt. I'd rather you be alive and locked up and then my whole family going through the misery of having to put you in the ground, not knowing what happened to you and wishing we could have done something more. And and with that being the case, as you just as you just said, you would rather someone go to jail than throw their lives away by shooting someone else and then possibly ending up dead themselves. You would rather them go to jail. And I understand that. And let me ask you this question. And I know that your nephew, you were responsible for him. Was his mom not around? Was his dad not around? What was the situation there? No, his 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 dad um, was around. His dad recently died um, of an injury. Yeah, I, I think it was from a broken heart. But they were around. But he was my only nephew, so he's two teeth baby. Um, when Demetrius was born, he was preemie. Um, I think he weighed a little bit less than three pounds, and he had these beautiful uh, bluish gray eyes. So he became everyone's baby because he was the baby of the family for a long time. And then he was so little for his age. So he was everybody's baby. So even though I did a lot of things for him, everybody actually did a lot of things for him. And they just took him into his wing because he was a lovable kid. He had an old soul. Um, He loved animals. He did things for the native. He saw someone carrying bags. He would run and help them take their things in the house. That's the type of kid he was. Now, I'm not so he was he a was. good kid, not involved in any of the gangs or any of the trouble in Chicago, which typically when I was growing up, the way people were shot or the reason why is because they were involved in gangs. They hung out with the wrong people. And certainly these days that doesn't matter anymore. It's not the same thing. It's not an affiliation thing. A kid was 20, well, a young man, 20 years old on the L just the other day was um, a student of the University of Chicago. A bullet 
shot through the 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 train station window and paralyzed him and his parents just recently had to make the tough choice of taking him off of um, a ventilator it's happening to a lot of people in the city of Chicago all over and it's not just frustrating it's become a war zone you don't know if you're gonna you enter you may not survive and, and leave it's horrendous where are they getting these guns younger and younger are carrying guns why absolutely you're correct to ask that question and more importantly why is the cook county prosecutor's office letting people off the hook with a slap on the wrist for doing serious crimes creating more wreaking more havoc in the communities now i want to ask you I've read that um, your nephew, Demetrius, he was murdered by other black kids because he refused to join a gang. But some have said in the media that um, they don't really know. And the case just remains unsolved. Do you have any information as to the motive of why this would happen to your nephew? No, I do not. It, it made no it makes it makes no sense because. Demetrius, uh, he was 15, but he looked to be nine. He was only 97 pounds. He was only four nine in height, so he was little for his age. He had a he had a major problem with fitting in with the, the his age group. So because he didn't really fit with them, he played with kids that were younger than he was because he was more of their size when he was growing up. There is nothing that you could not knock on my mother's door and say, well, Demetrius did this or Demetrius did that. There was nothing that you could knock on her door to tell her. Never had any problems with Demetrius in school. Never had to go up there for him. Never had, I never had to go up there for him. When he got in high school, I'm the one that had him enrolled. He was only there two weeks. I've never got a call about that. Because T.T. did not play that. My thing is, Demetrius was a little bit scary because he was smaller. And like I said, he played with smaller kids because of his weight and height. So when they say that they wanted him in a gang, and I'm my, only thing that comes to my mind is, for what? He can't do anything. He's too scary. And he know his TTA is not going to play that. He never drank. He, and he never smoked any marijuana or did, did any drugs. So if they were trying to recruit him, what would be the purpose of recruiting him and why? What would be that purpose and why? So that because he's littler, you think he would get off? But see, he wouldn't win the game because he knows that's not what we instilled into him. We need to pause here for a break, but we'll be back Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. You know, it's, it's one thing to kill someone, but this was done in such a gruesome way. Burning Demetrius alive, li- leaving him to die in a garbage can in an alley. This is just next level torturous. There was no one in his family that was involved in anything that they were trying to um, to respond to and trying to get somebody that was beloved in your family. There was nothing like that or anything um, that you can think of that that possibly could have occurred. In my immediate family, and as far as I know, we have no gang members. And if it is, it's something that I don't know of. Um. I don't have any brothers, so it's just me and my sister, and I have a, a stepsister. And um, my sons are not gang-related. My sons don't even hang on the corner because they know that I don't allow that. I cannot imagine what it could have been. Or, I mean, I've heard a bunch of things. I heard it, I've heard it was uh, gang Gang, you know, they wanted him to join a gang. Then I heard it was some 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 um, skinheads. I heard something about that, and then somebody said he might have saw something. <laughs> None of it makes sense. Nothing that you can say would make sense to take someone's life by burning them alive. Nothing you could say would make sense of me hearing this kid yelling for help and me not doing anything. None of that makes sense nowhere around. Does that make sense? And that's why on the corner of Cortez and Central, there's a bench. There's a big red cross. There's a book box 
for books for children. We keep that corner clean because you're going to remember that this kid was over here and you said nothing. We make it clean. I keep it clean. I pull weeds. I keep that spot clean so children can go and sit on that bench. They can get in a book out that book box. They can feel comfortable sitting right there on that corner. Nothing nothing makes sense. All this killing, all this shooting, shooting up in the air, what would be the purpose of that? Get a job. My grandmother in her grade now, because she lives on a plantation, and what we had to go through to be where we are now, and then you're pulling on that back from us. Yes, and I I absolutely agree with, with what you're saying. Do you feel any level of frustration with the law enforcement or the politicians that that were around during this time? I think Rahm Emanuel was in office during this era. Yes, I do. The superintendent at that time and the mayor at that time, we contact them 30 days. I had 30 days of confirmation numbers where I had called 311. We have yet to hear from either one of them. Are you serious? I kid you not. Let me tell you about our former president. Just, I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm hearing you right. You're saying Mayor Rahm Emanuel and the superintendent of police at that time, neither one of them followed up with you? Their, their offices, no one touch base? No, we did, we've never heard from them. And at that time, I did contact Kim Fox's office because I, I just needed some help or where to the, go. The Cook County prosecutor, Kim Fox, is wh- who you're referring to? Yes. And I was told that they couldn't do anything until there's an arrest. They couldn't help me until there was an arrest. That's what I was told by them. I sent a letter to the White House, to our former president. I got a letter back. I didn't send a letter requesting any money from him. I needed some help. I needed help. I didn't know. I don't, I don't know what to do. This is the first this, this is the first tragedy in our family. I don't know what to do. I need help. I sent back then, I got a letter back from the White House that they don't do donations. That's not what I asked you for. I asked you for help because at that point, we didn't know if there was a serial killer out here because who does that to a, a young person, a child? So we didn't know if it was a serial killer out here. We've had a GoFundMe page. We've had that open to, I, I did get a foundation set up for him to help with maybe getting detectives, of, just to help with the justice for this. And then to try to help other young people. Barely $10,000. And five of that came from Laura. Laura Ingram donated to the, to the foundation. Yeah. Yes, she did. She she donated five thousand dollars. But my 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 mom always say you have and 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 I'm not a I'm not a racist person or anything like that. And I know people donate to things that they want to donate to. And I just you have my mom was very upset because uh, the two uh, little girls that came up missing in Indiana. And my heart went out to their family because I know how they felt. I know how the family felt because, you know, we've lost our loved one too. But her thing was is that they had got the FBI 
and and then they had got all of this money from the, I guess the state, and here you is. We're out here. We're, we're passing out flyers. We're having fundraisers. On Mother's Day, we stand out there on the corner. We give out Mother's Day gifts. We give out Father's Day gifts. We have a, um, a a community block club every year for the kids. We give out book bags and clothes and purses and and things of that nature. They have a found. They have a um, a college thing at at New Mount Pilgrim where Demetrius was a member. We give out stuff for the kids that are going away to college. We do all of that. And it it, it seems as though that because of the color of his skin, this is her feeling. And I and I, 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 I understand. She seemed like it's being fresh, um, brushed up under the rug because it doesn't get that same priority. And, and part of the reason for that, and this was a very gruesome um, event, obviously the murder of your nephew, Chicago, the politicians there, and I'm sure you would agree, have completely failed as citizens. And it's become a weekly or daily occurrence of bullets piercing through skin. And that's all it is to them, it seems to be. So why do why is it that people continue to support the same, the Kim Fox, the the Lori Lightfoot to the world, the, the ones who aren't making a difference is these politicians. Why do people continue to support them in the city of Chicago, knowing that they've not gotten any results? Could it possibly be, not necessarily, that they're getting so much support, is that so many people are desensitized and they don't support at all. So that makes the, 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 the small amount that do support seems so large because there are so many people that do not vote. There are so many people that do not vote because I've talked to people that have not voted. My vote don't make no difference. But how you know your vote don't make no difference? Your one vote could be the vote that made the difference. They feel that there is no change. They feel that things are still going to be the same. It's going to be the same thing. There's going to be people making decisions for low-income people that are not low-income. There's a there's people making decisions for people that have five and six people living in their household, and they're living in a mansion. They want people to make decisions that live the life that they live. You go on the west side of Chicago. You can ride down Madison Street. Tell me how many grocery stores or fruit markets you see in the black neighborhoods. Yeah, they're food. They're food deserts. You got corn foods. I mean, what restaurant do you have? I mean, they feel that you're taking away everything from them. So why should they vote? It won't make a difference. We're talking to Rochelle Sykes, whose 15-year-old nephew was tragically murdered in Chicago. We've got much more with her on the unsolved case and the violence in Chicago more broadly right after a quick break. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge 
indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. It's not making sense at all. The, the policy decisions that are being made is not making sense and is actually making so many other people in the community less safe in the city of Chicago. It's it's beyond troubling. It's disgusting. It, and I wish things could could change, but it doesn't seem as though there's been as much value on the black lives that matter. And the folks who, and just like you mentioned, you said, hey, these people, if you're walking down the street with a gun, then someone needs to call the police. If you know who the shooter is, they need to be turned in. Those black lives matter. And if you if you don't, if you don't, then you're obviously saying um, the antithesis of it, that they don't matter in that case. So it, it really needs to be outrage full scale, not just with uh, people like you who you you had this beloved nephew who died in a very gruesome way who was murdered in a gruesome way but everyone needs to lift their voice up it needs to be a complete community that refuse to capitulate to the gang members who want to take over their neighborhoods I, uh, absolutely w- would you would you agree with that i agree with that and then they they shouldn't have to live in their house and be afraid that if i turn you in they going to tell you I turned you in and then they coming after me or I turn you in and you get to court. And because the system is overcrowded, they let you go, which has happened a number of times in, in Cook County, especially in the Cook County jail uh, during the COVID era. A lot of folks were let out who went on to commit crimes. And that's not just in Cook County, but that's across the country. People were let out and they went on to commit other crimes, including killing people. You know, I, I want to ask you, because I know you're a woman of faith. And you work for the New Mount uh, Pilgrim Church in Chicago. How has your faith factored into how you've dealt with Demetrius' death? That's the only thing that has kept me. Um, I um, was once asked, and I had to look at myself, and I did. What Did I forgive the person that killed Demetrius? And I have to be honest. Even though I believe in God, I know God is the head of my life. I don't forgive them. I feel sorry for them because there has to be something seriously wrong with you to do what you did. 
and be able to sleep at night because, like I said, I haven't slept in five years. I slept straight through a night in five years. I can hear that little boy calling my name. I can hear him calling. So I feel sorry for you because there's no way you can be resting. And for everybody that hung him and didn't say nothing, there's no way you could be resting. I wasn't there and I ain't resting. But if it wasn't for God, I don't think I would have made it through this far. I don't think I would sit on that corner and pull weeds. I don't think I could put the events together. That's God in me. And I know that this outcome has some, uh, something bigger. I don't know what it is, but I know it does. Now, what would you tell Demetrius if you can speak to him today in this moment? I'm sorry. T.T. let you down. I am so sorry. Because I always told him I would take care of him. I always told him T.T. will always be here for you. And I feel like I have failed him. And I would, I, I, I just would say I am so sorry. Because you had to go through some tremendous pain for that to happen to you. And I am sorry. And if, if I could trade places with him, I would trade places with him right now. Because I don't know what he had was capable of. That could have been the next president. I am sorry. I, would, I am so sorry. And if I could trade places, I would trade places with him. I would beg whoever it was to just take me and let him go. That is very tough to hear. But I can tell you right now, you did not fail your nephew. Not one bit. And I'm sure if he was here, he would thank you for continuing to fight on in his name. Like there's so many other young people in Chicago who lost their lives and they didn't have uh, Rochelle Sykes to to uh, chase down the police, if you will, and try to get answers and, and work with politicians to try to get something done, solve, solve this this heinous, heinous crime. So I'm sure he would be thankful for you being there for him and, and the family as you have been. Thank you. Yeah, but it hurts so bad. I mean, especially, I don't know if it's the not knowing or do I really want to know. And I just, my heart hurts to see all these young babies, you know, they don't know one day from another riding in the back of a car and the next thing you know, they're 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 dead. I mean, you got all these young mothers and fathers and don't know where to turn because, you know, you you took in my breath away. You took in my breath away. I mean, to give birth to a child is not an easy thing. And definitely raising one is even harder. And then someone else that has no care about life just can walk past and take all of that away from a person. When they kill, do they know how permanent that is? You're not hurting the person you killed. You're hurting all the other people left behind, even your own family. Because when they catch you, you got mama at the courthouse crying, grandma at the courthouse crying. You got cousins and stuff, got to send you money, put money on your books. You got the person that was murdered, family, don't know how to put stuff together, don't know how to get it together, don't know how to make decisions from that moment forward because all they knew was their child, their grandchild, their cousin, their nephew. 
they need to know the extent of that one decision that they made. It's not hurting that person you killed. It's hurting everybody else. Because now this community is tore up. Now this lady scared to go to the grocery store to get her groceries because somebody killed somebody on the corner. Now you got a whole lady that can't get food in her own home. Scared to go sit on her porch. Kids can't play out in the street. Something's got to give. We got to stand up for something because we're falling down for everything. Yes, ma'am. Do you think you ever run for public office? No. I'm honest. <laughs> I'm honest, and unfortunately, I might not have a good filter on my, <laughs> on my mouth, but I'm honest. I'm going to tell it like it is. If it ain't right, it ain't right. Yes, ma'am. And, 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 and I'm 100% with you, and I want to thank you for sharing Demetra's story. And as you fight on, um, I definitely want uh, my listeners to be involved in the fight with you. So if you will let us know, where can people donate or help in other ways to find justice for Demetrius? Well, um, they can go into any U.S. bank and give them justice for Demetrius Griffin Jr. Uh, He has an account set up there. Um, There's also a GoFundMe page. We would love to have a a community youth center where uh, we teach life skills to um, ages 5 to 18, help them apply for college, make sure they get in school, make sure they get a GED if they need tutoring, if they need counseling, to um, help provide all of that for them. Um, They can do that, or they can just, If they want to just send a check, they can always send one to New Mount Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church, but make it out to Justice for Demetrius, and the address is 4301 West Washington Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60624. They can do either one of those, and anything will help. And is Demetrius, uh, and you you want to spell it for folks, how it's spelled out? D-E-M. E-T-R-I-U-S and Griffin G-R-I-F-F-I-N Jr. Okay, well we're going to be praying for you certainly and 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 hope people donate um, to, the, to the cause especially, but we really appreciate your strength. I'm certain that your nephew is really really thankful for what you've been able to do in keeping the family together and keeping his memory well and alive. Thank you so much for joining me on Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell. Okay, thank you so much. I want to thank Rochelle Sykes again for a powerful interview. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review and rate us with five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions for me, please email me at outloud at gingrich360.com and I'll try to answer them in our future episodes. And please sign up for my monthly newsletter at gingrich360.com slash outloud. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Parler at Gianno Caldwell. And if you're interested in learning more about my story, please pick up a copy of my best-selling book titled Taken for Granted, How Conservatism Can Win Back the Americans That Liberalism Failed. Special thanks to our producer, John Cassio, researcher Aaron Klingman, 
and executive producers Debbie Myers and speaker Newt Gingrich, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.